0: Thank you, Brother Brandon. Praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Feel the good touch of the Lord here tonight in this service. Amen. And we want the Lord to be glorified and praised and lifted up. Hallelujah. Amen. And God's a good God. Hallelujah. Like the song says, you don't have to convince me. Hallelujah. Amen. He's a good God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You may be seated. Hallelujah. You've been standing most of this service. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. I want to I sing a song with a soundtrack. Uh, it's entitled, It's Jesus I'll See. And uh, uh, Jesus is going to be what makes it worth it. Hallelujah. It's going to be wonderful to have walls of jasper and streets of gold. But more than anything else, I want to see Jesus. Hallelujah. I've been serving him, as I've mentioned a couple times already, since I was just a little boy. Amen. But I haven't seen him yet. Hallelujah. And I want to see him. Hallelujah. And I like to sing with soundtracks because I get to have my wife standing beside me, which is kind of a rare occasion. Hallelujah. But we appreciate the goodness of the Lord. Sister Abbott, greet the folks.
1: Well, I'm I'm glad to be here tonight and um, i'm so thankful that i know the lord Uh, there's nothing uh greater than that and uh, i was raised in a home where my mother served the lord but my father did not so i got to see both both sides and i chose to live for god and i i know from experience and from uh just what has happened in my family that this is the right way living for god with all of your heart and being ready for the coming of the Lord. That's, that's the thing that we're, that's, that's why we're living for God, because one of these days, we're going to be with Him, and that's my desire.
0: Thank you, Jesus. In this world, men seek for pleasure, Some for fortune, some for fame With no thought of salvation Or the one who died for them But I'm longing, I'm longing for heaven It's a place prepared for me
2: Where I'll dwell with my Savior THROUGHOUT ALL ETERNITY. FOR IT'S JESUS THAT I WANT TO SEE. WALLS OF JASPER AND STREETS
0: OF GOLD ARE NOT ENOUGH FOR ME. friends and family
2: will be gathered over by the crystal sea, but it's Jesus that I long for, it's Jesus I'll see.
0: Many dream of walls of jasper, gates of pearl, and streets of gold. In a land where there's no sorrow, no tears,
2: no growing old. Heaven's choir will be singing, and I'll join in the jubilee. But it's Jesus that I long for, it's Jesus I'll see, yes it's Jesus that I want to see. Walls of Jasper and streets of gold are not enough for me friends and family will be gathered over by the crystal sea but it's jesus that i long for it's jesus i'll see oh friends and family We'll be gathered over by the crystal sea, but it's Jesus I long for, yes, it's Jesus that I long for, oh, it's Jesus I long for.
0: I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Thank you Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. I I want to sing um, Just Beneath the Blood.
2: thank you jesus thank you jesus
0: hallelujah hallelujah thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord sister danae is going to sing one of her newest songs it's a title song on her latest cd by the way we do have i think a total of six cds we sell them for only ten dollars And so you can avail yourself of that and a few other little knick-knack things we have out there. Amen. But we're so happy to be here with you and uh, thank the Lord for uh, the opportunity to be here and get more acquainted with Brother and Sister Riggins. Amen. We've actually kind of known them for a lot of years from a distance, but we've never really uh, been able to spend time closely with them. And uh, so now we're getting real close since your pastor's in Africa <laughs> this, is, this is that close time, but I will be here for a few days after he's home, so um, we'll, we'll enjoy that. Hallelujah. Sister Danae is going to sing, "Take me to Jesus." Sick. That to be true, if you can just get to Jesus, everything will be all right. Hallelujah! Praise God. Amen. Would you stand for the reading of the word? I'm going to read two passages tonight. First uh, John chapter one, verses one through four. First John one one through four. Hallelujah! Thank you, brother Drummer. Appreciate it. Hallelujah! <laughs> Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. And also, I'm going to read from Revelation chapter 1. But first of all, 1 John chapter 1, verses 1 through 4. Hallelujah. That... that's a big that, because that, that, is Jesus. (laughs) That which was from the beginning which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands, John said, have handled the word of life. Hallelujah. For the life was manifested, and we have seen it, and bear witness and show unto you that eternal life, which was with the Father and was manifested unto us. That which we have seen and heard, declare we unto you, that ye also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And these things write we unto you, that your joy may be full. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, I hope that your joy is completed tonight in Jesus Christ. Then Revelation chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. Hallelujah. Revelation 1, 1 and 2. Hallelujah. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John, who bear record of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ and of all things that he saw. And my subject tonight, for your consideration, is what John saw. Hallelujah. What John saw. And it's pretty amazing what John saw. Because it's estimated that John started following Jesus when he was about 17 years old. And he wrote the book of Revelation in A.D. 96 which would have put him at about 83 years old. So that's quite a stretch. From the time he was a teenager until he was an old man at 83 years of age, John followed Jesus, and he wrote it down so that we, amen, could be blessed by the things that he saw and heard. Hallelujah. What John saw, hallelujah let's pray together and ask god's anointing upon his word thank you jesus for your blessings and goodness tonight lord god we thank you for the privilege of preaching your word god thank you for your church god open up the hearts of your people help them to respond to you tonight lord help us to draw closer to you and get ready for your coming thank you jesus thank you jesus i love you lord i love you lord hallelujah 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Tonight, we're going to see Jesus through the eyes of his best friend. John was very close to Jesus Christ. Have you ever longed that you could be with Jesus like they were? Have you ever wished that you could sit down with him, be in his presence, listen to his voice? I often have. Hallelujah. But the next best thing is what we're going to do here tonight. And that is we're going to listen to the word, amen, of a man who was his best friend. Hallelujah. I'd like for you to put up a verse for me, John chapter uh, 13 and verse 23. This one verse of scripture tells a whole lot about John's relationship with Jesus. Now, there was leaning on Jesus' bosom one of his disciples whom Jesus loved. Amen. Now, that says a whole lot. Amen. How close they were both physically and at, at, this, at least at this particular moment and also in their relationship Amen. This was the disciple whom Jesus loved. Hallelujah. So John can tell us an awful lot about Jesus. And John trusted Jesus when he was just, when when John was just a kid, when he was just a teenager. And it turned out good for him. And so he's encouraging you tonight. Trust Jesus. Amen. Trust Jesus. Whoever you are here tonight in this service, whether you're an adult or a teenager, amen, John is saying, trust Jesus. Hallelujah. Don't be afraid to follow after him because I did and it turned out so well. Hallelujah. Praise God. So I want to talk about what John saw as a teenager. If you read the book of John, starting in the first chapter, you find out that John was a disciple of John the Baptist he was a follower him and Andrew Peter's brother amen were followers of John the Baptist they were in that crowd with with him and and they were his disciples amen but there was a particular day when John the Baptist pointed to someone in the crowd and he said behold the Lamb of God which taketh away the sin of the world and they looked and they saw a young man standing there amen but they stayed with John but the next day the Bible says that To them directly, amen, Uh, John the Baptist said to them directly, that's the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. And they got the message and they walked away from John the Baptist and they began to follow Jesus Christ, Hallelujah! That was the day John began to follow. Just a just a young teenager, Amen. But he began to follow after Jesus, and they went home with him that night, and they began to learn about him. But then they all had to go back to work, and uh, so they went back to their nets, and and they were fishermen, both of them, and their brothers were fishermen also. And so they went back to their nets, and Jesus went on about his business, and for a while they were apart, but then came the day not too long ahead. Amen. When Jesus came walking on the shore of Galilee by where they were fishing. Hallelujah. And he said to them, come and follow me and I will make you fishers of men. And they did not hesitate because they were convinced in their heart that this was the Messiah. So they crawled out of their boats and left their nets behind. And James and John Um, uh, had they had somebody turn their nets over to amen their father Zebedee we know about him in the Bible amen he took over the nets and the fishing hallelujah and James and John left their boats but also Andrew had gone home and won his brother just by his testimony hallelujah you may only uh, win one person in your life just make sure that it's a Simon Peter because he'll take over after that hallelujah but he had won his brother andrew had won his brother peter over and peter crawled out of the boat too and said i'm going hallelujah and they began to follow after jesus that was the beginning of their journey with jesus hallelujah amen and and so john was there when jesus performed his first miracle when he turned the water into wine at Cana of Galilee. John was there when Jesus fed 5,000 people. In fact, he was one of the ushers. Amen. He was, he was one of the, the waiters. Amen. Carrying the food out to everybody and gathering up the fragments thereof. John was there. Hallelujah. Amen. When Jesus sat with the woman on, in, on the well. Hallelujah. And, and it's a good thing he was because none of the other gospels tell that story. Only John. Evidently, while the others went into the city, as we know, to buy meat, John must have stayed behind because he recorded the intimate conversation between Jesus and this woman. She said, uh, to, uh, Jesus said to this woman, he said, Would you give me a drink? And she said, What are you doing talking to me? You're a Jew and I'm a Samaritan. We shouldn't be talking. And Jesus said, If you knew who was talking to you, you would have been asking me for a drink. And I would have given you that living water. And the woman was confused by that. And the conversation went on. But then she finally cried out. She said, I know that when Messiah comes, he will explain everything. And Jesus just looked across and gave her one of the greatest revelations he ever gave while he was here on this earth. He said, I that speak unto thee am he. To a woman at the well, Jesus said, I am the Messiah. Hallelujah. He very seldom ever did that. Amen. But he did it for the woman at the well. John was there when Jesus walked by a man 38 years lame at the pool of Bethesda and raised him up. Amen. He he was there when Jesus came walking on the water. And we we heard a group sing uh, down at Branson that uh, sing a song. They didn't sing it yesterday, but they, they sing a song called The Eye of the Storm. And often when we think of the eye of the storm, we're thinking of the E-Y-E of the storm. But Jesus was the I, the letter I of the storm. He said, fear not, it is I. Hallelujah. He's the eye of the storm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Jesus, he, John was there when Jesus healed the blind man. After he had been, he, he was about 40 years old and been blind all of his life, born blind. And Jesus opened up his eyes, and the Pharisees wanted to discount that. And they said to this blind man, used to be blind man, they said to him, Give God the glory, because we know this man, this Jesus, he's a sinner. And the blind man said, Whether he's a sinner or not, I don't know. But one thing I do know, I was blind, and now I can see. Hallelujah. And John wrote it down in the ninth chapter of John. Hallelujah. Praise God. John was there when Lazarus was raised up from the dead after four days in the grave. I don't suppose a greater miracle has ever been performed than that one. Four days in the grave, wrapped in grave clothes. And he comes, you know, just shuffling out of the grave. Still wrapped up. They had to unwrap him after that. Hallelujah. John was there and saw it. Praise God. Amen. And he was there that special day, only two days before the crucifixion. When they were having a feast at Simon's house, and a woman came in, and they recognized her. She had a bad reputation. But she came in, and they had seen her come in again. She came in and brought her bottle of perfume. And she poured a little bit upon Jesus. If you search the scriptures, you'll find out she had been there twice before. But she came in this day, I think, with the feeling and the premonition of his death. And she came in and decided, I don't want to save this stuff for anybody else. And the Bible says she broke the alabaster box, and she poured it upon his head. And let it run down over him. And Jesus said, leave her alone. She has done it for my burying. And wherever the gospel is preached, he said, as I am doing tonight, mention will be made of this woman who gave her all. Hallelujah. Why don't you clap your hands unto the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And John heard some things also. Hallelujah. He was there, and he's the only one that recorded it. With Jesus' conversation to Nicodemus that we're quite familiar with. Nicodemus said, Master, good master, we know that thou art come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. And Jesus just looked back at Nicodemus and said, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And Nicodemus, who was an older man on the Sanhedrin court of Israel, Amen, he he, he said, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? And Jesus said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. And John wrote it down. Hallelujah. Thank God he wrote it down. Hallelujah. Praise God. I believe that was a guide to Peter on the day of Pentecost. We never have a record of Jesus saying, Look now, Peter, when you get up there that particular day, this is what I want you to say. Repent and be baptized. We, We don't see that in the scripture. But I believe that what Jesus said to Nicodemus was the guide. Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. So on the day of Pentecost, Peter just preached, Repent of your sins and be baptized baptize every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. If you want to be saved, if you're looking for Jesus, amen. He told us how to do it. Be born of the water and the spirit. Hallelujah. Get baptized in Jesus' name. There's some water. Hallelujah. Get in the water in Jesus' name. Amen. Just like they were baptized in the New Testament church, go down under that water and back up. Hallelujah. Buried with him in baptism, the Bible says. And the Bible says you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. You'll speak another tongue just like they did on the day of Pentecost. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So he heard some things. He was there that day when the whole crowd started leaving. And Jesus turned to the 12 in John chapter 6, and he said, "'Will you go also?' And Peter spoke up and said, "'Lord, to whom shall we go? "'For thou only hast the words of eternal life.'" I love that that line, that great statement by that great statesman of the church. "'To whom shall we go?' For thou only hast the words of eternal life. And it's still the same way today. There's no other place to go but to Jesus Christ. There's nobody else that can save you but Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise God. He heard some wonderful things. He was there the day when the woman was cast down in front of Jesus at the temple. And they said this woman was caught in the very act of adultery. And our law says that she should die. And Jesus wrote in the sand. And the Bible says their accusers got up and left one after the other. From the oldest to the youngest. Because he had said, he who is without sin, let him cast the first stone. And that oldest one probably just had more sin stacked on him than, than the rest. And then by age they left. And Jesus said to this woman, he said, woman, where are thine accusers? And she said, Sir, I have none. And he said, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Hallelujah. And John wrote it down in the eighth chapter. Hallelujah. Praise God. He saw and heard so many wonderful things. He was there the day Jesus was talking to the Pharisees, and he said, Abraham rejoiced to see my day. He saw it and was glad. And they said, You're crazy. You're not even 50 years old. What are you talking about? And he said, before Abraham was, I am. Hallelujah. Before Abraham was. Before Abraham was. Amen, hallelujah. Those are powerful words. Those two little words, "I am," hallelujah. He didn't say "I was" or "I'm going to be," but he he said "I am." Amen, because he is that eternal one that always existed. Hallelujah, praise God. And so John wrote it down. Hallelujah. And Jesus said in John chapter eight and verse twenty-four, and I want you to hear this: "Except ye believe that I am He, ye shall die in your sins." If you don't come to an understanding of who Jesus is and believe in him, you will end up lost, you will end up without God, you will end up in the place called hell. Except ye believe that I am he, ye shall die in your sins. Hallelujah. Amen. And then John heard him say, before Abraham was, I am. And he heard in 10 and 30, I and my father Jesus said, are one. Hallelujah. I and my Father are one. So John stayed with Jesus all the way to the bitter end. He was there for the triumphant entry. He was there when Jesus rode into Jerusalem on the back of a little donkey. Amen. And then they had the Last Supper in that rented place, that upper room where they went and stayed. Amen. They gathered together there, and after dinner, Jesus girded on a towel and he washed the disciples' feet, including Judas, whom he knew had already gone to the high priest to sell him out. We should be able to forgive thinking about that. If you're holding a grudge here against somebody, you need to figure out a way to get it cleared up. If Jesus could wash Judas's feet, amen. Amen. You should be able to forgive. Hallelujah. Praise God. And so Jesus was the feet, But he also said that night, his heart was heavy. He said, one of you shall betray me. One of you shall betray me. There were only 13 of them there. It was a pretty narrow group there. And they began to look at each other, look at themselves and say, is it I, Lord? Is it I? And that faker Judas also said, is it I? And he knew it was him because he had already started the process. Is it I, Lord? And nobody knew, and the disciples were confused. And there was John sitting there in the setting of the scripture that we read to you. He was leaning up against Jesus. He was close to Jesus. And Peter sitting over there, he got John's attention. He said, hey, John. You know, all of them are talking. There's a lot of noise. Hey, John. Ask him who it is. Only John could get by with that. And he said, Master, who is it that shall betray you? And Jesus whispered back to him, the one to whom I shall give the sop. And Jesus broke off a piece of bread and dipped it in the soup, and he handed it across to Judas Iscariot. And Judas then stood up. And the Bible says, When he stood up, in the book of John, it says this, that Satan entered into him. And then he walked out the door. And the Bible says and it was night and brother when you decide to walk out the door and away from the church it will be night it's a dark world out there it's not getting any better it's going to get a whole lot worse in the future according to the word of God a great day of trouble is coming to this world and you don't want to be left behind to that day of trouble you want to be ready to get out of here when Jesus comes hallelujah can I hear an amen tonight Thank you, Jesus. We want to get ready. Hallelujah. And so Judas left and the mood lightened. And I gave part of this chapter this morning. But I want to use a little bit more of it here tonight. Amen. After Judas walked out. And for a long time I didn't realize that this was at the setting of the Last Supper. But it is. Amen. John chapter 14. Jesus then, you know, the, the heaviness lifted off of him. Because he knew that the purpose was being accomplished for which he came. And he said, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. Brother, can you put this up, John chapter 14? Let's just run it a little bit here. Hallelujah. Amen. That way you won't be taking my word for it. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Hallelujah. In my Father's house are many mansions. I'm telling you, folks, just just sit around the table with Jesus tonight and let him tell this to you, okay? Don't, don't let your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. You know, some of these, and a lot of these new translations are translating that mansions, rooms. Give me a break. I got a room now. If you don't have a room, you can get one at the YMCA. I'm not looking for a room. I want that mansion. I don't know of Jesus being in the building rooms. Friend, he went away to prepare a place for us. I have told you so. I go to prepare a place for you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am, that's the part we like, that where I am, there you may be also. We're going where he is. Hallelujah. Let's keep going a little bit here. Hallelujah. And whether I go, you know, and the way you know. Thomas saith unto him, Lord, how can we know whether thou goest? Or we know not whether thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth and the life, and no man cometh to the Father but by me. Hallelujah. If ye had known me, you should have known my father also, and from henceforth ye you know him. And have seen him. I'm preaching to this church tonight. Hero O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. I'm preaching to our visitors here tonight. No matter what you've believed in the past, this is what the Bible says. There's only one God. And Jesus Christ is revealed, amen, to us as that one God. Hallelujah. Philip said unto him, Lord, show us the Father. the works, Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And John was there and wrote it down. Thank God for his testimony that we have. Hallelujah. Praise God. Then John stayed there when they went to Gethsemane. And he followed Jesus even to Calvary. Through that dark night when he was apprehended and all through the trial, John was there. And then he followed the cross to Calvary. In fact, while Jesus was hanging on the cross, he gave his mother into John's care. Amen. And John, the Bible says there in the book of John that John took her to his house. From that day on, I just read an interesting thing in uh, the book that's called uh, The Search for the Twelve Apostles. And it says in there that according to tradition, this is not in the Bible, but according to tradition, that John kept Mary with him until the persecution became so great. And then they fled from Jerusalem, and John went to Ephesus, where he became the bishop of the church of Ephesus. Amen. But Mary was with him. He took her with him so that she would be safe from that uh, persecution. And a lot of things happened there. Amen. We know some of that. And I'll refer back to that in just a little bit. Hallelujah. But he was there. John was there. Hallelujah. And he saw Joseph and Nicodemus bury Jesus after putting a lot of spices on his body. And then he went home to grieve. And we know that Peter was there with him after Peter's backsliding and returning. Amen. He was there with John. Hallelujah. And then Mary came running and she was singing. I've just seen Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. I wish I could sing it. Hallelujah. I've just seen Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. And they didn't know what to believe, if she was just delusional or what. But Peter and John got up and took off running. You remember reading about that. And the Bible says that John, the younger one, amen, outran Peter, but he stopped at the door of the grave. Amen. And Peter just ran right on inside. And then both of them investigated what was inside. And they saw the grave close lying on the floor but then they saw the napkin which had been around Jesus' face they saw it folded neatly and laid to the side as a special sign to them hallelujah this was not a kidnapping somebody robbing a grave but this was Jesus carefully leaving a sign to tell them I'm alive I'm not dead anymore hallelujah hallelujah and John wrote it down and the Bible says at that moment John believed John believed. Now, he had been a believer in a lot of things already before this, but now he knew who Jesus was. That he was not just a man, not just a great teacher, not just a prophet, amen, but one who had risen from the dead. Hallelujah. His God had risen from the dead. John was there when Jesus ascended up into heaven, and then John went back to Jerusalem for the day of Pentecost, and John got the Holy Ghost. He got the same Holy Ghost that you and me got. He spoke in tongues just like we did. Hallelujah. Praise God. And, and just a short time later, he and Peter were going to the temple to pray. And there was a lame man sitting there asking for a little money. And they said, silver and gold, have I none but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. And Peter took the guy by the hand, and God healed him instantly. Hallelujah. After years of lameness, hallelujah, he was able to go into the temple now and rejoice along with them. Hallelujah. John and Peter went down to Samaria after Philip had preached down there. When they laid their hands upon them, they received the Holy Ghost. And, you know, the Bible does not record all the life of John and all the ministry of John, but we know that he was busy doing the work of the Lord right up to his old age. He became, the, according to tradition that I read just recently, he became the bishop of the church of Ephesus. But persecution then landed there also. And according to tradition, John at one time was put in a vat of oil to boil him to death. But somehow he survived that time. Amen. And finally they threw him out on the Isle of Patmos, which is like Alcatraz. Out in in the sea, in the Mediterranean Sea, there's a little island there that's known as a prisoner island. Amen. They put John out there to die. He's an old man now. Hallelujah. But instead of dying, the Bible says he got in the spirit on the Lord's day. Hallelujah. And he heard a great voice behind him, and he turned to see who it was, and he saw this guy that he recognized because it was his best friend. But he had never seen him like this before. His eyes were like a flame of fire. His voice was like the sound of many waters. His hair was white like wool. He had on a golden girdle wrapped around himself. Amen. And he began to speak to John. And what he said was even more amazing. He didn't say like he'd always said when he walked with John before and he talked to people. He would tell them, I am the son of man. Some others called him the son of God, but he called himself the son of man. He lord himself when he came into this world. But now that's all finished. Hallelujah. And he said to John, I am alpha and omega, the beginning and the ending. Hallelujah. Amen. The first and the last, the almighty. The almighty. The creed of the so-called church says that there are three Almighties. Really? How can you have three almighties? If you're almighty, you're almighty. You got it all. And Jesus said in Matthew chapter 19 and verse 20, he said, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. And he said to John on Patmos, I am the all- mighty hallelujah praise god praise god love you jesus hallelujah hallelujah you know john just wasn't very good at dying let me throw a little teaser out here for you i've taught the book of revelation to my church many times taught it in the college we have in the phoenix area and i still don't claim to be a scholar of revelation i'm a student of revelation but in digging things out from my studies i begin to think about the two witnesses And some of you may know a little something about that. In the 11th chapter of Revelation, two witnesses show up who have great power and do great miracles and wonders. And they are a witness to this world about Jesus Christ. And it is commonly thought that the two that showed up at the Mount of Transfiguration will be those same ones in Revelation. And that would be Moses and Elijah. And Elijah is almost a shoe-in because the Bible says that Elijah will come. Elias will come before that great and notable day of the Lord and he will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and all of that. Amen. So he's, he's kind of a shoe-in. But wouldn't it be kind of balanced a little better if you had one from the Old Testament, one from the New? Now, I'm not trying to trick you and I'm not preaching the doctrine here tonight. And don't even tell the pastor. But when I was studying that, I thought, who would be better than John? The best friend that Jesus ever had to come back as a witness. And then I kept studying the book of Revelation, and I found out in chapter 10 of Revelation, John is told, eat the book, because thou must prophesy again before many nations and tongues and peoples. And that's after he wrote Revelation. He's going to be a witness again to many Tongues and peoples. John just wasn't very good at dying. He's out there on Patmos, you know. And and, and another thing I read in this this book, In Search of the Apostles, uh, and and of course, you know, this is tradition, so you can't can't go to the bank with it. But nevertheless, listen to this. It, It says that they have the tomb of John in Ephesus. But people have visited there, and there's nothing in it. There's no bones, no hair, no no relics, no nothing. There's nothing in there. John just wasn't very good at dying. So in the closing chapter of the book of John, John 21, uh, Jesus is talking to Peter. It's right after he said, lovest thou me, lovest thou me, until he got Peter good and mad. And Peter said, Lord, you know I love you, you know. And he said, feed my sheep. And then he's telling him, when you're old, you're going to be taken where you don't want to go. And the Bible says he was talking about the death he would die. According to that same book and, and other traditions, the, uh, Peter was crucified and requested to be crucified upside down. You, you've probably heard that before. But they were going to crucify, and he said, I'm not worthy to be crucified like the Lord. He requested to be hung upside down. So Jesus was trying to give him a little insight into what he was going to suffer and all that. And then they heard footsteps behind him, and Peter looked around, and there was John coming up. He said, What about him? and Jesus said what is it to you if I will that he tarry until I come and John immediately writes right after that and said he didn't say I wasn't going to die but I'll tell you something else he didn't say he was either so anyway just something a little fun thing to chew on and be sure and don't tell the pastor hallelujah hallelujah Amen. So, John was on Patmos. He hears a voice behind him. And I'm just about finished now. If my help will come. Hallelujah. And he sees the same description that Daniel saw in the Old Testament book of Daniel. I'll wait till I get up there so you'll look back at me again. He sees the same one that Daniel saw. And Daniel called him the ancient of days. The ancient of days. The one that is from eternity. And we know now that Jesus is that one from eternity. Amen. Paul said in Colossians chapter 1 that everything that was created was created by him. He's the one that made the worlds. He's the one that made the stars. The moon and the sun. It was created by him and for him. He is the ancient of days coming to visit us. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm glad I know who Jesus is tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. And John wrote the letters to the churches as Jesus instructed him. But in the last of those letters, he he put in there as Jesus told him to the church at Philadelphia because you have been faithful I am going to set before you an open door and no man can shut it. Hallelujah. And then the chapter 4 of Revelation opens up and John looked up and he said I saw an open door and a voice called to me and said come up hither. And in the likeness of the rapture of the church I believe John was our representative. Amen. He was caught up to the throne of God. And he saw one throne and one who sat on it. And he saw 24 elders. Now, I'm going to get off and teach a lesson on Revelation here tonight. (laughs) But the number 24 is not used much in the Bible, but we can figure that out pretty easy because the number 12 is used a lot in the Bible. And when you get to the New Jerusalem, on the foundation stones of the uh, of the new jerusalem is going to be written the names of the 12 apostles of the lamb the city has 12 gates and on each one of the 12 gates is written one of the names of the tribes of israel the 12 tribes of israel hey when i went to school 12 plus 12 was 24 and john saw 24 elders representing i believe the church Amen. And then he saw four beasts or living creatures, as some translations put it, these special ones, who are not angels because they're a part of the redeemed. They sing the song of the redeemed. So they're a part of the church, and yet they're separate from the church. And I believe that that is the ministry that God has set apart. Amen. For the church. Hallelujah. They're a part of the church. If I'm not a saint of God, I sure don't belong standing up here. Amen. So we're a part, and yet we've been separated out to double honor because we labor in the word of God. And John saw these four beasts I don't have time to go into all of that tonight. Amen. But but it was a wonderful thing what he saw. And then he saw literally millions and millions of angels. And all of them together in the fifth chapter are worshiping the Lord around the throne of God. Hallelujah. Amen. They are worshiping. And it starts off with the four living creatures or the ministry bowing down and worshiping the Lord. And then the 24 elders, the representatives of the church, follow after that. And they begin to join in worship. Then the angels begin to join in and worship. And before the end of that chapter, every creature in heaven and earth and under the earth begin to praise the Lord. Maybe your puppy's going to make it after all. Every creature joins in. Hallelujah. What'd you quit for? You get discouraged? Hallelujah. Amen. And then John goes on, and I'm just about finished, but he tells us about the tribulation period, chapter 6 through 18 of Revelation. That whole time, is talking about the tribulation Seven year period of tribulation. And then after that, amen, in the 19th chapter is the marriage supper of the Lamb. Hallelujah. I want to be there around that table. Hallelujah. Amen. And then Armageddon follows that. And then Jesus is going to set up his throne right here on this earth. Right here. Jesus is going to sit on the throne. And if you're faithful, the Bible says you're going to rule and reign. With the Lord hallelujah another great thing is going to happen according to the word of God the Jewish nation as a whole nation are going to turn back to God again I want to be there to see that hallelujah praise God amen to see them turn to the Lord and then after that thousand-year period the, the devil is loose for a little season and then John said I saw a great white throne And I saw that one that sat upon it was very much like that same description that he saw on Patmos. Sitting upon that throne. Hallelujah. And it says, from him, the earth and the heavens fled away. Amen. There was no hiding place left. Everybody who had ever been created at any time was resurrected to stand before God. And when that white throne judgment is finished, then John said, I saw a new heaven and a new earth. I saw a new heaven and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. Hallelujah. I want to see that. How about you? It's all right to get excited, folks. It's in the Bible. Hallelujah. A new heaven and a new earth where there's no sin. There's no unrighteousness. Hallelujah. A new heaven and a new earth. Amen. Wherein dwelleth righteousness, the Bible says. And then one of the four elders said, let me show you the, the lamb, the bride's wife. Or excuse me, the bride, the lamb's wife. Let me show you that, that, that bride. And he took me to a high mountain. And I saw a city coming down from God out of heaven. Hallelujah. And that city, ladies and gentlemen, is your hometown. Approximately 1,500 miles cubed. 1,500 miles wide, high, and long. Hallelujah. And that's where the walls are made out of jasper, and the gates are made of pearl, where there's no more death or dying, no more sickness. Hallelujah. There's 12 gates of that city, and there's 12 angels stationed at those gates. But the interesting thing is those, those angels are ushers, not guards, because they're not going to be anything to guard against. And the gates will never be closed. And there will never be a night in that city. There won't be a need of a sun and a moon, because the Lamb is going to be the light thereof. I'm talking about where we're going John saw all of this he wrote it down so that you could be encouraged in these last days when you when you hear the terrible news that's going on amen when the world is shaking with all kinds of stuff and we don't know when we're going to be blown off the map next but we're pilgrims and strangers in this old world and we're looking for a world to come hallelujah how about you I am. How about you? Let's let's stand together tonight. Hallelujah. i got to tell you one more thing before I quit here tonight. They say that John waited until old age also to write his gospel, the gospel of John. Long before the other three had written their gospels, they were published and, and available. And when John got ready to write his gospel, he thought about Matthew and how Matthew had covered so well about Mary and Joseph and their lineage, and he gave the lineage. Of Christ there in the beginning of of his book and so he, 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 he told that story very well and then he defended Jesus and who he was from the prophets and then he thought about Mark Mark wades right into the ministry of Jesus by the end of the first chapter he's already got Jesus performing miracles and he talks about his ministry and then Luke came along and boy did he ever cover the birth of Jesus if it wasn't for Luke, we wouldn't know so many things. We wouldn't know about the, the trip to Bethlehem. We wouldn't we would know a, a, about the innkeeper. We wouldn't know about the stable. We wouldn't know about the manger. Amen. We wouldn't know about the shepherds come running. Luke is the one who told us all of that. And the wise men journeying, he was a detailer and he gave us so much information. So you can imagine John's frustration when he got ready to write his gospel. What did they leave out? What, What? where is the room for me? He knew that he needed to write because he was one of the ones that was with him from the beginning. And I, I, I read a commentary that said this about what John did. He said the others wrote the history and John wrote the mystery. So when John picked up his pen to write, And the Holy Ghost was upon him. He looked past Bethlehem and into eternity and he began to write in the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word was God. In verse 10 he said he was in the world and the world was made by him and the world knew him not. In verse 14, it says, Then the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Aren't you glad John wrote it down? Hallelujah. Let's love the Lord right now. Let's invite His presence. God needs to do a work in the close of this service tonight. Hallelujah. There are souls here that need the touch of the Lord, people that are hungry for God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. Worship the Lord. God needs to move in the close of this service tonight. Somebody needs to touch God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just keep on loving the Lord. touch of the Lord give an altar call tonight give you a chance to come around the front and I want you to feel comfortable tonight amen to come and seek the Lord I've preached to you tonight about what John saw amen the, the wonderful revelation that John gives to us of Jesus Christ if you want to get close to Jesus tonight I want to invite you into this altar and I want everybody to be feel free to come tonight Praise God. Even our visitors that are here tonight, we'd love to have you come and, and pray in this altar and touch Jesus and be blessed. Hallelujah. Let's sing it again and just come on to this altar. Amen. Let's, let's spend some time in the presence of the Lord.